When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to everybody out there. The All-City, All-NFL podcast. That man, Baldy. Yeah. I'm cousin. Uh, my brother, Yeah. happy Friday, man. Happy Friday, man. I've been sucking down this coffee here. been in the film room watching last night's uh, action. Uh, great game. Uh, a lot of penalties, obviously, right? And, uh, you know, but the Cowboys come out on top. They, uh, they can't lose at home. So uh, that was some finish. You know, Dak played great, and Michael Parsons finished it, but Seattle put up a good fight. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit because this is going to be a lot of heavy NFC as the powers. We know that the rematch of the NFC title game, Eagles-Niners is the monster on Sunday. That's going to set everything up. For a moment, it looked like Seattle. And remember, Seattle, who just got blasted on Thanksgiving night by the Niners, were in this game. Yeah. I mean, they were able to move the it's ball. The they really were. Now, again, you talked about it. You touched on it. At one point, Baldy, 17 penalties combined, uh, 219 yards. And, and this was in the third quarter. Yeah. I, I made a note of it in the third quarter. I mean, well, there was, it was all these defensive pass interference penalties that were 35, 43 yards. I mean, huge chunks were just flipping field position on a play down the field. And you can argue, because it's a very subjective call, Yeah. whether you know somebody's grabbing his shoulder or whatever. But, I mean, these, these huge plays, all because of defensive pass interference penalties. I mean, it's amazing. We were talking about it earlier because we were watching all the tape. And, you know, when you got first and goal at the one, you got a pass interference and a penalty, you're just giving touchdowns away. I mean, it's yeah, it was, it was crazy. But let's talk about how uh, a couple things. One, what, what? Did the uh, Seattle? What did the Seattle offense well, able to do against that Dallas defense? Well, they, you know, the Cowboys were a big man coverage team. So you know, the the fifth play of the game, DK Metcalf one on one against Deron Bland, uh, stacked him, and Geno had good protection. Um, they got the right tackle back, Abe Lucas, for yeah. part of the game, not all of it, but part of the game. He makes a difference. He's a he's a really good player at right tackle. It's the first time they've been healthy on the offense line since week one. So Gino had more time. He was healthy. He had seven days to get ready for the game. So, you know, DK, three touchdowns. I mean, he was a dominant player. He beat everybody. He beat 23 everybody. miles an hour he ran. 
on well, that play. When, that was one, unbelievable. So, you know, he's, he's running this route on Deron Bland. It's kind of like a little skinny post. And, you know, the safety on the play, Donovan Wilson takes a bad angle. I don't know what he was looking at. And, I, you know, the safety should be there in the middle of the field to, to stop that. And once DK split it, I mean, you saw what he, what he did. I mean, that guy is a, like a lot of these guys in the league, they're, I mean, just a freak in the open field. Yeah. And nobody's going to catch him. So you get a big chunk play like that um, right away, you're up 7 nothing. Yeah, it, it was, uh, and, and then from there, we, we just saw some great individual plays beyond, beyond just the like the penalties. One thing, but the offensive player, CD Lamb, we were just zoned in on. He doesn't catch. He's a route runner. Like CD is an amazing player because he's having a great season. He had a phenomenal season last year, but the season this year, like a nobody can cover him man to man. Nobody because of his route running. He's a router. He can separate. With the best of them, he understands where the leverage is, where the opening is. You want to zone them, all right, all right. How are you going to bracket them? And if you do, who's who's going to be open? Is Ferguson going to be open? Is Cooks going to be open? And then you know you look at the offense line of Dallas. At one time, there was a period five years ago. The Cowboys were the elite offense line this league. Guys started getting hurt. Tyron Smith was in and out of the lineup, but right now they're playing about as well as anybody including the Eagles, including the Lions, like name a team, because Tyron Smith is back, and he played a great game last night. Zach Martin is on his game. Biotis has improved. Tyler Smith is a really good young player, and Terrence Steele is fine. Yeah. Like, you know, he needs help every once in a while. But, I mean, it's a, and you, we see these plays last night. Dak's got four, five, six seconds to unload the ball. I mean, pocket clean as could be. Uh, and – Plus, their offenses, we talked a lot about them yesterday previewing the game, but their yeah, offense so, is, you know, is, is really deep. Like, running that, that jet sweep with C.D. Lamb. Uh, two the, minutes. I mean, that play, well, and he, they got there so quick. They ran that thing so fast. Yeah, man. well, they caught that, you know. So, you know, I, I almost screenshotted last night um, McCarthy's play sheet. Because the play sheet is voluminous. It's you know it's a yeah. New Jersey diner yeah. dinner menu, right? But they've got so many plays and so many ways to attack you. Like that jet sweep, yeah. they caught Seattle in tight man coverage. Well, you know, there's two defenders on the outside. They don't know CD's getting the ball underneath from Dak. And so he runs right by them. Next thing you know, the safety is caught off guard. Uh, Quandre digs and, and CD goes for 24 yards. But, you know, inside traps. Like, they've got so many different plays. Um, C.D. Lamb is a decoy, and they pitch it to Tony Pollard for a touchdown. Uh, running Cooks. Uh, I mean, you saw Cooks again had another big couple really wide open plays for the one on the touchdown. Yeah, you know, like, everybody's going to make a big deal. Well, you know, okay, well, they beat a team with a winning record, Seattle, last night. Seattle played great. But I don't know if that – like, whatever happened in the playoffs against San Francisco the last two years where it ended their seasons – this doesn't look anything like the same Cowboys offense to me. No. It just doesn't. Yeah. It looks like they have way more options. Yeah. Dak is protected. Well, Ferguson, better. too. They have a tight end. Ferguson is well, a Dalton player. Schultz, Dalton Schultz was a good player. Yeah. But Ferguson is really good. Well, they had that transition between Schultz and Ferguson. I mean, mm -hmm. I just, you know, he's, he's, he looks good. No, he looks good. He you looks know? good. He, and really. it's interesting. They, they're speed guys. Like, Gallup is basically out, right? Like, and you look at their speed guys now. They're going Jalen Tolbert. They're going yeah. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're leaning on them right now. Um, Dak, they're using Dak in the run game. We saw like three or four different 
read options. He always does it to the left. I've never, I haven't seen him recently run it to the right. But, you know, he, he still catches teams off guards. He does it just enough to keep you honest, to keep your eyes up. And so, uh, like right now, they're, they're in a good rhythm. I, like, they're going to see the Eagles next week. And it's, you know, it might be for all the marbles. We'll see what happens this weekend because we're going to get in to this Eagles 49ers game today. But it, like, every one of these games, like, that was a great, if you're just a fan, like, you're not crazy about the interference calls, but that game came down to the wire. Um, you know, they got the ball at midfield with a minute 11 to go. Can Dallas hold up? You know, Micah finishes it off. I don't know what the, the, the final play was. For Seattle, but regardless, all these games down the stretch are going to be gold. Well, and that's what this NFC, this NFC season is awesome, right? Such great theater. So now you got look nine and three uh, when it comes to the Cowboys, and that's going to set up what we're going to look at Sunday. Easily the game of the week. It's the rematch the game of the year. Yeah, it's the yeah. game of the year. Well, I think the the game of the year was the rematch in the Super Bowl. Okay, Eagles yeah, and fair. Chiefs. Yep. Right? The second game of the year is this one, Niners and Eagles. And, you know what, let's go back to the championship game last week, last year. And, you know, what's interesting because we're watching it right now. now. Obviously, it ended fast because when the Purdy injury happens, after that, it's over. Right? Because remember, Purdy was the backup, comes in for Jimmy G. Yeah, plays right? the last six games. It is phenomenal. He When he gets hurt, then that's the game, right? So, Josh Johnson comes in, and he's got no... no and he gets player. hurt. Yeah, and then and that's the game. So let's go back, and let's take a look at, really, the start of the game and try to glean something off it. So the Eagles start off, they have the ball first, and they march down the field. There's a fourth and three, all right? At their own, at the 49ers' 35-yard line. And, you know, you, you know what Syria is going to do. You know what the chart says. Fourth and less than five, you know, five or less, they're going. Yeah. So they without without a they don't bat an eyelash, they go for it. So here's the fourth and three play. They got Kenneth Gainwell, who's at wide receiver. He comes in motion from one side of the field to the other. All right. The 49ers, you can tell they're in zone coverage. Like that's a zone side. Fred Fred Warner like widens out a little bit. They kick everything over. It's actually it's actually pretty interesting coverage. Because they're in actually a rat coverage, one rat. And so what happens on this play is, like when Gainwell goes over, Fred Warner goes with them. All right, real quick, you said rat coverage. Tell them what that means. Okay, so it's man-to-man coverage with a free safety who's Hufanga, and the rat is Dre Greenlaw. And he's basically in the middle of the field now, taking Fred Warner's spot. And he's a rat, and he's a spy on yeah. Jalen Hurts. Yep. So they go... Press man coverage across the board, all right? And Dre Greenlow's got great speed. Is basically looking right at Jalen Hurts. And Hurts breaks out and of the pocket. he's mirroring him. And he's coming after him. He's yep. coming full. He's coming at him. And Jalen tells right here, Devontae Smith, go deep. Just like, uh, like last week. Zacchaeus last week. Last week. So, so right here, they've got a... a, a a route combination at the bottom where A.J. Brown's going deep and Devontae's running it out. And the play is really for Devontae here if you see it quick enough. But Jalen's first read was through the three-receiver side. They jammed it up. He's got nothing. So when he comes back over, now he's starting to get some pressure. So he tells Devontae to go deep, and he airs it out. 
Okay, and Devontae reaches up with his right hand. And it's an amazing attempt. Yes. So it's a, he, he's got one hand on it, and he brings it in against the corner on the play, which is Jimmy Ward, or the safety on the play, Jimmy Ward. And Hafanga sees it, and he says, no, it's not a catch. And he's pointing. He's pointing down the field, and he's waving the ball it off. Hit the, he's waving it off, like, no, no, it's not a catch. The ball hit the ground. Now, the side judge can't see it. He's shielded. So he doesn't know, but Hafanga sees it. He had the best view of it. Okay, so let's just look at it from the end zone before we say anything else. Because on the play, Jalen's clearly looking at the three-receiver side, doesn't like it, gets outside the pocket. I mean, great quarterback play, too. I mean, great, great play. Great quarterback And he's, he's pointing with his left hand to Devontae, go deep. And he's being chased here. That's uh, Charles Amenahu right here, the defensive end. And he unloads his ball look to Devontae Bro. Smith. All and Devontae adjusts to the ball great. Yeah. And he gets his right paw on it. And he brings it into his body against Jimmy Ward. And Afonga sees it hit the ground. Well, Shannon doesn't, doesn't challenge the play. If he challenges it, he's probably going to win it. Yep. And they're going to get the ball at the 35-yard line. So that was like the biggest call right there because the next series – well, they end up scoring. And I was shocked. I'll be honest with you. I was shocked at remembering that, why he didn't challenge it. I mean, I don't know how you don't challenge it. I well, know it's thing. early, but my God, like that's such a big play. It's a, well, it's a fourth down play. It allows the Eagles to get first down at yeah. the six. They end up scoring you up 7 nothing. You challenge it and you win it. It's 0-0. 49ers get the ball in the sec, uh, on their first possession at the 35-yard line. Great field position. And maybe, maybe the quarterback, Brock Purdy, never gets hit by Hassan Reddick. Right. All right, so Eagles go on the score. They take the 7 off the lead. Now let's take a look at the handful of plays that the Niners had before Purdy gets hurt when Hassan Reddick comes in and, and just hey. mashes his elbow. All right, so we'll look at that, but real quick. I always ha had an idea for a show like called What If. So the, the the show is what we if do that all the time, yeah. What if you and I Shanahan challenges right here. Yeah. And he wins the challenge. The 49ers get the ball 0-0. Hassan Reddick never gets the chance to hit Brock Purdy. Then what happens in this game? Do the 49ers go to the Super Bowl? Do the 49ers beat the Chiefs in a rematch of a Super Bowl from four years before? What ifs? Anyways, get to that. So then you get you get uh So let's start early before you get to that play. Let's start with, a, with their opening drive, only because this is the glimpse of what we saw with San Francisco before Purdy gets hurt. Well, I, I just have it loaded up here where Purdy okay. gets hurt. All right. So, I mean, what it is, it's, it's, it's literally first and 10 at the 50. All right. They're down 7 nothing. First and 10 to 50. Shanahan goes, play action. All right. Fake it to McCaffrey. Fake it to Debo in ghost motion. All right. And they want to go a deep shot to Brandon Ayu, who beats James Bradbury, who stumbles, and he's wide open at the 34-yard at the, uh, line. And that's exactly where Purdy's going with the ball, to Ayu. But on the play, they're blocking Hassan Reddick with the backup tight end, Tyler Kraft, Croft, right here. And the play takes time. Croft's not terrible, but he gets beat. And now Brock Purdy's setting his feet, and he's right in the here motion of making Hassan the play. lunging in. There goes... Right there, Hassan Reddick, and the ball pops up. It's a fumble. And you can see you can see Purdy's elbow. Oh, you can see the thing snap. Like 
the arm is like it's like a, a spaghetti noodle. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Like he can't. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Like it's just like that's it, a linguini. It's like it's a piece of linguini right there. And that for the most you know, in Limbaugh Joseph, you know, uh, recovers it. It's Eagles ball. Um, it all changed from that and, that. and that's the game. I mean, and that winds up being it. All right, so we have the rematch, and this is a monster, right? Because obviously the Eagles at uh, ten and one, and San Francisco at eight and three. Yeah. Everybody chasing the number one overall seed. It means everything, right? So let's talk about both these teams. First of all. You got to explain this to me. The Niners are the favorite in the game. Well, I think. Um, and look, they're playing terrific football, but that's well, a little disrespectful, I think, but, to the but, Eagles. Well, yeah, I mean, they are ten and one, but they're looking beyond and the at record. home. Yeah, ten and one. So you know, the Forty ers played on Thanksgiving, so they've had ten days to get rested. Okay, so Eagles in the middle of a gauntlet. Okay. Eagles in a gauntlet. Eagles have given up in eleven games now. They've given up twenty-three touchdown passes. It's the second worst in the league to Washington, who's given up 29. Last year, in the 17-game schedule, Eagles gave up 22 touchdown passes. They're terrible right now on third down defense. They're, they're surrendering 47, 48% on third down. People are looking at the Eagles' defense, and they're like, this is the 49ers' offense coming into town. They've got problems at corner. They've got problems at linebacker. And so I think I, I, I don't think they have it wrong. By favoring the 49ers. All right, well, let, let me play uh, devil's advocate and, and debate this a little bit. De- agree with the Eagles' defense and the vulnerability, but Sunday night, a few weeks back, they're playing Miami with mm-hmm. all those weapons yeah. that they have. And they pretty much shut them down. Yeah. Then you went to Kansas City on a Monday night, and the defense fared well in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there were a lot of drops. Well, I mean, the Cowboys came here and yeah. they gave up a lot of yards and a lot of points. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's been like Washington, who's not a good team, have scored 31 points in both games against the Eagles. Yeah. I think they're looking at the 49ers' offense and how they're playing right now, how they're protecting the quarterback, how the quarterback is playing, which is the number one rated quarterback in the league, all right, by a mar- wide margin, 70% completion, highest completion rate, the highest yards per attempt. Nobody's even close. Averaging nine and a half yards an attempt. The next closest is eight and a half yards an attempt. And, and look, they annihilated Dallas. We've seen them, you know, when they're healthy. And again, health has been an issue, right? But now they're all healthy. McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, who's terrific. Kittle. I mean, they just come at you with, with Jennings. They're, they're weapons. Uh, and then you got Shanahan drawing it up, who's one of the best offensive minds in the game. But watch, just watch Brock Purdy. This first play of the game last week against Seattle on Thanksgiving. Like, Juice comes in motion to a three-receiver side, and Purdy looks to the two-receiver side. In as he's dropping, he's just looking at Debo and Kittle. Doesn't like it. Comes back over, and look what he's got. Everybody's open. Ayuk's open. McCaffrey's open against the zone. And Juice is open. He's got three choices. That's great quarterback play, though. He, You know, if you look at it, because he goes to Ayuk who's in a perfect spot for him, deeper. He sees the ball. It's a good throw, too. Well, he hits McCaffrey, but here's the, the difference, is McCaffrey's getting the ball on the move. Yeah. Like, constantly, one throw after another, you're seeing these receivers have all kinds. Now, this is just a you, – you look at Debo right here. 
on third and three. All right, three receiver side out there, and Debo's in in like this little. It's just an uh, an isolation route. It's an option route on Bobby Wagner. He's really got a choice. But you constantly get yards after every catch because of the location of the ball. Yeah, he puts the ball right on the money. I mean, his he, accuracy is ridiculous. He, he really is. He he's he's terrific. I mean, but just look at we watch we we've kind of watched him a lot this year and really kind of di- what what is it, Baldy? He's got great poise, yeah. so he's unflappable. I mean, this is Mister Irrelevant, right? This is Iowa State for you know it felt like he was there for eight years. Yeah, right. And he's coming in, and he's he just knows the offense. <clears throat> he delivers the ball. What did people miss with Brock Purdy? Well, they looked at his size. You know, he's he's just maybe six one. Um, you know, probably. Runs in the four eights. He's fast enough, but he's not, you know, one of these elite dual threat quarterbacks. He started 47 games at Iowa State. Yeah. 47 games in the Big 12. Like, that means a lot, and he had great success. They won the Big 12, you know, with him there. So, um, but what do they miss? They miss the fact that he um, knows how to dissect a defense and go through progressions the way like Joe Burrow did coming out of uh, LSU. Like, he's just that fast. And then his touch on the ball, like, the thing well, that I he... Well, I think they miss his right. His arm is is way better than I think he got credit for coming out. But these throws, like, she, even Shanahan said, like, like, these throws over the middle of the field are layered throws. Like, these aren't easy throws. Now, he's got Debo open right there. But you look at this... Like this throw right here to uh, to Ayuk. Like this, these throws are not easy throws. Like right in the middle of the field, yeah. they love these. They love to attack the middle yeah. of the field. Yeah. But when he, when he makes these throws, like he's throwing over linebackers' heads, he's throwing. He's got to get it over the defensive lineman's hands, and it's so. Look at every throw is a perfect spiral. Because let me just show you this fourth quarter throw. The 49ers up 24-13. It's second and seven. And they put – there's always a motion and a shift every play. All right? They want the defense. And you think about this. If you motion, the defense looks at the set. They see 11 guys. Okay? You motion. Now there's a new 11 guys. All right? New formation. Okay? Then there's a shift in a motion. Right? So we, we say there's like 33 different permutations of what they can do. All right, so Juice goes to motion right here. There's a play-action fake. And right here, Shanahan thought that he would just throw this ball on the leaking tight end right here over yeah. the middle. All right, because it's second and seven. You don't have to do it. But he hit right here, Ayuk, right in the middle of this zone right here. Like, wow. he didn't think he would make this throw. Look at that throw. Like, that throw. I mean, that's a window throw. It's a window throw. And you go, okay, like, it's it's four guys are all sort like, watch him set his feet right here. Always in a and position yeah, and, to make a throw. And it's a perfect view because he turns, steps, and Gets throws. his shoulders right. Yeah. Look at his shoulders. They're squared. Perfect. Perfect throw. throw. And now we, look at the, the tight throw, the spiral, and right, right in the middle of four guys. And he's throwing to a spot, right? That is just a thing of beauty. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful football right there. Like, Seattle is in his own coverage. They've got four guys surrounding Ayuk yeah. right there. Like, that throw... Like, even Shanahan said after the game, I didn't think he was going to make that throw. Yeah. I thought he was going to take the check down. Like, 
I wouldn't have I wouldn't have bashed him if he took the check down. But that throw is ridiculous. So I mean, I I don't know. Here's the one thing about how do you defend San Francisco? Because I, I look at it and I think zone he kills you. So you got you really got to man up. Uh, the, the way the way. All right. So so there's a lot to there because at some point if you man up. You go okay. Let's, let's get a let's get a five man pressure. Let's get a six man pressure. Let's man up. If you do that, all right. Now you have you have Kittle, who's a problem for any linebacker or safety because he's so athletic and he's so good after. Ayuk, who's a blazer. Ayuk, who is a great route runner. Then and you Debo. get Debo. All right, and who's covering McCaffrey? Yeah, like McCaffrey is could be he could play a slot receiver. He could play wide receiver. He could play any of those positions because he's a great receiver and he's a great route runner. So if you say, all right, we're going to come after the quarterback, and you line yourself up my own coverage, good luck. And then, um, listen, I'm not telling you. I, no, 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 I'm I just saying, like, but, the, but, but these but, are the debates. Yeah, yeah. And so here's my debate, though, here, here's, is that i got to pressure Purdy enough to, to, to make sure I disrupt. If I'm playing press man, I'm going to disrupt their routes a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get in. And, and getting Purdy's fixed. The one thing about Purdy, and we saw it in the championship on the play he gets hurt, is, listen, he is small, and I can get to him. Like, you know. Okay, so if their first loss this year was in Cleveland. And in that game, Purdy hadn't thrown an interception in, like, 11 straight games. So he throws an interception. But what, what Cleveland did, just, just from you know, Jimmy Schwartz himself, like, they know they love their in-cuts. Yeah. So a lot of teams are... Do not want to man that up. It's just, it's just too hard. Yeah. Like you got to play outside leverage. You got these in cuts. Like guys are getting beat. Martin Emerson, Greg Newsom, Denzel Ward. They're like, we want it, coach. We'll, we'll take it on. And they, and they, they manned up, and they got Miles Garrett, and they got the guys getting after him, and they won that game. You know, and so they. But I don't believe the Eagles have defenders like that. Yeah, I just don't. But here's the problem, though. If I sit back, he cars me up. Like that offense is like that's what's scary because the issue with the Eagles is the middle of the field. It's 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 been a big problem, okay. And then the other issue hey, is, hey, like, but you like got, you say, okay, what do you take away? You can't let McCaffrey run for a hundred. You can't let him do that because they will pound you and then they'll play. I, I guess what? I'd rather have death by a thousand cuts. Then had them up and down. So the you're field putting your safeties me. back against yeah. them, and you're going to give. Otherwise, otherwise, I got I got to worry about Kittle, who's a seam monster, mm -hmm. right? Coming yep. out of this, forget about it. that. That middle of the field will get. They'll, they'll get murdered in the middle of the field. I rather have, I rather them run the ball. There's more of a chance that there is some sort of miscue. That's the whole. The whole premise is, you know, run run the most plays. Because at some point you're going to make a mistake. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if you can get that, if you get that. But the thing is, is that McCaffrey, like, if you just go back and watch McCaffrey here, like, if you say, if you say, okay, let's do that. Let's let's play that style. I'll I'll, I'll give you one play against uh, Seattle here. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. So let's just see how like Seattle's got their safeties back. All right. Jordan Love, Quandre Diggs are back, and they're saying. We'll, we'll die by a thousand cuts. All right, we'll take your, your phrase, right? So here you go. Inside zone to McCaffrey. It's great play design, too, by the way. It is. But look at, like, you get IU. Yeah, but the Seattle front's not the Eagles front. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying it is. You know, but I'm just saying, like, that's an issue right there. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, like, here you go. Right. All right. Now, they've got a six-man front, all right, and you're going to go. And, I mean, it's it's not terribly defended. Like, there's Tariq Woolen right there, free. Yeah. But McCaffrey's just, look, yeah, at, that, look at those feet. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the guy is just a great inside. Yeah, he cuts it. Yeah, like, that cut is yeah, you talk about a thousand and cuts, that, and that's off of a counter. I mean, that's yes, he's going a different direction. Yeah, look at this, boom, boom, wow. No, I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's easy, but if we're going to debate this, I, I gotta, I, I don't want 25 to Ayuk, 18 to Kittle. Look, exactly what you're saying is what Seattle is doing. Okay, like look at those sa- the safeties. Guys. Yeah. How, how deep are they? 13 yards deep. Yeah. All right? There's nobody cheating up. No. All right? So here you go. Like, here's McCaffrey. Like, he's on to, like, he's on to the safeties. And by the way, every one of these four, 49er receivers will block. Everyone, including Ayu. Yeah. Like, Debo's, uh, like, he loves it. But Jennings, but here it is. You're going to play that. Yeah, this is what they're going to do. Now, I got to hope... That my personnel up front is better. Like yes. I okay. listen. Jordan the Davis. The one thing Hale. I saw from Jordan Davis. Yes, he I, played. He played really well. He did. Right. So I, I got to bank on my front to really kind of carry me. But the the so okay. Jordan played really well last week against Buffalo. Buffalo had been running the ball pretty good. Um, it was the best game I've seen him play. Period. And the most snaps he's ever played. Now, there's no Fletcher Cox this week, yeah. so the rotation's down. So he's never seen really a run game like San Francisco. No, the way they, they, they do no, it. We I'm just, just, lo- we just looked saying, at their camera. I'm not saying they yeah. can't defend it. Yeah. That, but that is the leading rusher in the NFL, in McCaffrey. So if you want to play your safeties back, which I don't say is a bad thing, just protecting against the big plays, the deep shots, the play-action passes. Like, I don't I, – I, I'm not opposed to that. I'm just saying, like, you're going to give – they're going to run it on you. Yeah. And they're going to now. Can Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, you know, whoever's playing inside linebacker, Caden Ellis, whoever it is, um, you know, can they can they step up? See, and you know the and again the other argument is, look, if you if you play if you're going to go in the box against them, you're in a you're you're gambling bad because that they have so many weapons to come at you. You're just we're just looking at it. And this is where Shanahan will just carve you up. Yeah. So it's fascinating. All right, so let's look at the other side of the ball. Yeah. The Eagles offense, which has got a million weapons. Yes. All right? And they're going to get, they're gonna get Goddard, Goddard back. Yeah. An improved Niners defense. How do you kind of see this side of the ball? So here's the thing. Like, the 49ers come in with the number one ranked defense football, giving up the fewest points. Um. You know, and they completely shut Dallas down early in the year. They've got a lot of, you know, big-time wins. Uh, they've been awesome. Like, Trevor Lawrence, like, they put up three three points the whole day yeah. on them. But they haven't played anybody like Jalen. They haven't played anybody as athletic that it can, can extend plays, that can throw a deep ball like Jalen can. Trevor Lawrence doesn't play that style. Um, and the two receivers of Devontae and Jalen, like uh, or an AJ, like they're as good a tandem as there is. All right, so take a look at this play right here against Buffalo. Like the play right now, it's uh, it's first and ten. All right, and 
they're going to play action fake right here. They're running three receivers vertical. And it looks like he's got Julio Jones in the middle of the field. But Jalen sees them, like, look how deep it's, they're playing quarter coverage. So all four defenders are just running back. Yeah. All right, and Jalen sees the opening. Like, he could throw it to Julio here. He's open. But he's like, man, I got myself. Like, 49ers haven't seen anything like that. Yeah. Now, they've got better inside linebackers in Buffalo, in Fred Warner and Trey Greenlaw. But if they're in coverage, like, th this opening is going to be there. It's, it's, it's going to be a problem. Like, Jalen could easily make that throw to Julio. Yeah, but he's he, like, yeah. look at this. Look at this. And that's the beauty of Jalen is that, you know, he'll go get you 20 yards like that, slide back, boom. You know, I just broke your back for 20, 25 yards. Yeah. So we mentioned this, that behind every big eagle run is a great Kelsey block. Yeah. Great Kelsey block. So you watch this play here, and he's got this power step. We talked about this earlier in the week. This power step where he steps left and then bumps the nose tackle onto Jurgens, and then goes and picks off the linebacker, and look at that hole. Yeah, it's a one-man created hole. It's, it's, like the 49ers haven't faced any center like this. So so let's think about that. What, what about, because the one thing that they were real effect, now that was Gainwell, but yeah. Swift, you know, what kind of matchup you think the Eagles run game against that Niner I think front this, seven? I think it's, it's it, the way Nick and... Sirianni and Brian Johnson look at this is if they have success in the run game, they stay with it. If they get bottled up, like they get off it pretty fast. We've seen it. You've seen it where they, they go away from the run game pretty fast. But if they have success, like if they pop runs like this, they'll come back to it. Oh, yeah. But if, they, if they're shut down for two yards and there's Hargrave and Armstead and Fred Warner, like they read, Fred's the best inside linebacker in football. So there's kind of like a pretty good matchup in the run game with Kelsey and Fred Warner and how they're going to block him. Because if you don't – he reads it so fast, Cuz, if you don't get somebody on him, like he's just going to make every tackle. So it's interesting because if you're attacking the Niners, I got to attack them downfield. Uh, we saw that with, with Chase mm -hmm. and Cincinnati mm -hmm. earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go attack them down there. I have two stud receivers. I'm going to get my tight end back. I got to go down the field against them. Well, I think the 49ers, you know, they had lost three in a row. They had the bye week. They didn't win a game in a month. Kirk Cousins carved them up. You know, Joe Burrow carved them up. And they're playing a primarily zone. And they just hit them with short passes, just in the soft spots of each zone. Like Kirk Cousins dropped back 45 times in Minnesota. He wouldn't sack once. He got rid of the ball quickly. So I talked to Nick Bosa uh, before the Tampa game. And I'm like, you guys are getting home now. You're, you're getting to the quarterback. They did against Jacksonville. He goes, well, we got to make the quarterback hold the ball a little bit. So what I think they've done is they've gone to a lot more man coverage. And they've blitzed a little bit more. And it's paid off. So I think you might see the 49ers against A.J. and Devontae play a little bit more man coverage with Charvarius Ward, Lenore, who's ever playing that other corner. And then it's a question of can they hold up? Can they hold up with Jalen's ability to extend plays, get out of harm's way, and not let that rush get home? And you're going to start to spy, spy Jalen. Yeah, you have to. You have to count. Now, they have two linebackers if they want to do that. I mean, Dre Greenlaw can run as well as anybody. 
But, you know, one thing about Jalen is, like even on this play right here to Devontae, like it's good max protection, all right? He's not, like he's, he's now staying in the pocket and making these throws. Like there was a time when if Jalen counted to two and a half, he was he, out. He was leaving. Yeah. Like to his credit, that's great quarterback play. It just is. It's, it, because this take this play is it's you vertical. You got to be patient. Yeah. Pay, like, like what? See the key to this play here is AJ taking two defenders with him. Yeah. All right to open up this hole here. Yeah. That takes time. You know and he's got to cross all the way across the field. He's coming all the way across the field. Buffalo's got their two safeties back yeah. like they always do, and now the window opens. But that takes time. And, and he delivers a great throw. He delivers a great throw. It's a great throw, but it's the patience. What, well, you've seen the growth in Jalen as a quarterback. The patience that Hurts shows on plays like this is really what makes him special. But look at the protection here. They're pulling Landon Dickerson. All right, they're going to block on the outside with Dickerson and Jack Stoll. And then the, they ask Malata to just line up and block Greg Rousseau, which he does. But Jalen's staying right there. Like, there's a lot of quarter. Some quarterbacks would never do this, mm. stay this long. To, to see the growth of Jalen right here, yeah. and to be able to make that throw, uh, I mean, that's Spur, just it's, development. That's big time quarterback play. Yeah, it is. It just is big time quarterback play. All right. Um, last thing on this. Yes. The rivalry's nasty. Yes. Like oh, it's DC's like you know. There's a lot of chirping. The Niners. They've been chirping since last year. Right, they've been sure. Wow, we lost our quarterback. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it, this this whole thing is a great rivalry, man. This Eagles yeah, I'm Niners. going back with uh, Brandon Ayuk is involved. Like Hassan Reddick is involved. There's there's a lot of guys going back and forth. This is bad blood. And you watch, 49ers faithful. They travel. They're going to be in the stadium. I know you're laughing. I'm just saying. I mean, it's like a financial field. I know. They're going to show up though. Like there's going to be up up. Gorlock. <laughs> Are you going to put panties on Rocky statue again? <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> uh, it, 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 the intent. Like I was there last week because, you know, four twenty-five Buffalo fans are in the parking lot at nine o'clock. Like they're ready for it, and it was it was it was as intense a regular yeah. season game as I've seen in a long time. This one is either going to be ratcheted up even more. Yeah, it's going to be great. It really is, and it's got such big meaning. Because, you know, if, depending on what happens. Well, play it out. Please play it out. Dallas wins last night. They're 9-3. and three. If San Francisco wins, they're 9-3. and three, the Eagles And are the 10 Eagles and are 10-2. And, and they go to Dallas next week. Like, this gauntlet of games that the Eagles are going through. Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, you know, San Francisco, Dallas. Like, that gauntlet is as tough as any that any team has gone through. But every team, San Francisco's going through it. Dallas is in the middle of it right now. Like, this thing, if San Francisco wins, it gets bunched up with four games to go. Yeah. Philadelphia wins, like, they're in the driver's seat. Yeah, they said they can send their starters to Aruba. <laughs> I hope they don't, but yes, they could. <laughs> All right, let's come back and take a look at the rest of Sunday's action coming up next. One. All right. Well, we know that Eagles San Francisco is the uh, the headliner of the day, but let's take a look at the other games on this football okay. Friday. So let's look at Chargers New England. This is it. It's a bad game. We know that, but the Chargers going into New England, limping in there, 
Is this the Batan death march for the Chargers and Brandon Staley? It could be, because if they lose to this team, I was just on in WEEI in Boston yesterday, and, you know, it's, uh, I feel like it's Groundhog Day watching the Patriots offense. Like, they're going to go to Bailey Zappi this week, but it doesn't really matter, because there's just, the safeties could literally play on the defensive line and play no safeties. Like, nobody is threatened by anything they do in the passing game. And they just, the, it's the same thing every week. Like, they don't have weapons. There's no threat in the offense. Billy O'Brien's trying to create offense. I mean, I could draw their plays up. It's not, it, there's not a great deal of ingenuity, but they simply don't have elite players. And they don't have that position of quarterback. And so they're playing, like, if the Chargers can't win this game against a team that struggles to score 14 points every week, then you, you, there, there might have to be a change. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not advocating for coaches to get fired because no, but, it's never just one guy. Yeah. You know, it's always a big, but, you know, this was, they had well, high expectations. It's not expectations, working. It's not working, man. But they had high expectations yeah. this year, and it's not working. All right. Steelers in Arizona. Can you believe Pittsburgh's seven and four? Yeah. They win this, they'll be eight and four. And it's amazing because, like, you look at them, you go, all right, the quarterback struggled most of the year. Yeah, but they changed coordinators. Right. So Matt so Canada went out. You and just read my mind. Yeah. And they last week, Najee became Najee again, ran for over 100 yards. But they've been running the ball real well for the last month since mm -hmm. they put Broderick Jones in at right tackle. Samalo at left guard is playing awesome. But they, you know, they, they attacked vertically last week, and it made a big difference. Now, they only scored 17 points. It wasn't, like, uh, mind-blowing or anything. But I thought that uh, the way that they attacked, I saw a difference in their approach to the game. Now, Arizona had been playing really well defensively. They were in every game. Last week, they just got blown out. Last week, it all fell apart. Like, this is, you know, this is a game where Pittsburgh should win. Uh, defensively, they've played great. I would expect T.J. Watt, who leads the league in sacks, or tied with Daniil Hunter, um, to get a lot of numbers this week. Uh, Mike, Mike Tomlin came out and said he's the best defensive player on the planet this week. I don't disagree with that because I don't know that anybody off the edge is asked to do more. Play linebacker, play the run, rush the passer, you know, scoop up fumbles for touchdowns. Yeah. Like he's just, he, you know, but there, it's more than just him. Like Atlanta Roberts, like they're, you know, the, the young kids, Keanu Benton, Joey Porter Jr. Like they're playing good right now defensively. All right, in the AFC South, really interesting division. Uh, Indianapolis trying to stay alive. Between, uh, you know, what's, what's going on between Jacksonville and Houston, they're at Tennessee. This is a huge game because the Colts turned the corner last week. They went to 6-5. and five. They won a tight game. They ran the ball really good with Taylor and Zach Moss. Now, Taylor's hurt. Yeah, but Zach Moss has been the leading. He's, he's averaging five yards a carry this year. He's had a lot of uh, – I know Jonathan Taylor's been taken over, but Zach Moss is more than capable. Gardner Minshew has played extremely well. But defensively, this team has made a lot of improvements. Zaire Franklin is a great player. Um, they're playing really – their pass rush is getting home right now. They have a lot of young pass rushers that people don't know about. But I think if the Colts find a way to win this game and get to 7-5, and five, they're very much alive in the playoff picture. Yep, yep. Another AFC matchup that I'm I looking forward to, underrated, Denver and Houston. If I told you before the season, Denver-Houston, big game, it is a big game. Both teams six and five. Denver's been hot. They've won five in a row. Yeah. 
And in the five-game five win streak here, um, they've taken the ball away 16 times. All right? And they, uh, they lead the league in takeaways with 22. All right, so that's – and they're playing with guys like P.J. Locke and Jaquan McMillan, guys that weren't starters at the beginning of the year, but because of injuries, because of suspensions, they're in there. The defense has really gelled. But offensively, they're starting five on the offensive line of McGlinchey and Quinn Miners and Cushenberry and Ben Powers and Garrett Bowles. They played all but five snaps together. They can run the ball right now. The quarterback, Russell Wilson, is playing great because he's not turning it over and he's doing what they're asking him to do. Like I think Denver is going to get their sixth win in a row this week. Do you? Yeah, now, it's going to be interesting because, the, to me, can the story is can the Denver offense keep up with the Houston offense? I love that C.J. Stroud. I love how potent their offense yeah. is. Tank Dell, we talk about it all the time. Nico Collins. And I, st- I think they're going to move the ball. So can Denver keep up offensively? Well, I think Houston lost their left guard, you know, which is a big deal because he was playing really, really good, uh, Titus Howard. But I think that uh, they, know how to, they know how to pressure quarterbacks. Like Vance Joseph knows how to get there, yeah. whether it's just a four-man rush or whether it's overloads, uh, just to, to pressure C.J. in ways that maybe he hasn't seen yet. Uh, but, I, but the way that Denver plays keep away – and possesses the ball, like it's going to limit the number of times that Houston gets the ball. So another, the other big game in the NFC. This is interesting to watch because what Lions team do we get this mm-hmm. week? They have not played well. Yep. They had to come from behind to beat Chicago. Yep. They got just, I thought, outplayed mm-hmm. uh, against Green Bay on Thanksgiving badly. All right now it's they're eight and three, and we thought that they had an outside chance to get that number one seed. Now they're gonna have to go to New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I don't know what to expect from these Lions. Well, they've turned it over eight times in those two games, and they're not gonna beat New Orleans if they turn it over four times. But the Saints are down Lattimore. Alante Taylor went out of the game last week. I don't know if he's in or not. Um, they play a ton of man coverage, and they're really good at it. But if they're without those two corners, they can't play that style. Uh, and the pass rush has been almost non-existent. So I, I feel like Detroit has a chance to bounce back. And then, you know, New Orleans offense, I don't know. Like Derek Carr threw the pick six to Jesse Bates last week. They can happen. It was a huge turnover, turnaround in that game uh, a week ago against Atlanta. Like, New Orleans has disappointed me. I thought they would be better. But they haven't been very good up front. They have not run the ball very well. And as good as the receiving core can be, although they're down Michael Thomas, um, I feel like this is a bounce-back game for Detroit. All right. Uh, interconference game, Miami. Mm-hmm. Washington. At Washington. Now, Washington's defense has been a mess, right? They fire the coordinator. Yeah, Jack Del Rio. Right? Like now, and they can't cover anybody. Now you come in with Tua and... Tyreek Hill and Waddle, that could thing, be scary. It could be. You know what is just amazing to me is, you know, Tua has been healthy all 11 games. He's barely been hit. And, you know, that was an issue last year. Um, part of it is how quickly he gets rid of the ball, cuz. I mean, and, and, and on deep throws, too, to Waddle. To, like, when he's releasing the ball, you can't count to two and the ball's out of his hands. And then his movement within the pocket to buy a little bit of time when he does need to get to three, and his ball location, 
he's he's playing at a very high level. Yeah. Now we'll see if Tyreek goes. Like the question marks about yeah. whether he's going to be able to go or not. But that seems to be a, a number of weeks. I think he wants two thousand yards. Like I think he wants gets that Washington defense. He could get and uh, I, a and lot he of knows, yards. He, he's seen. He's watched like whatever's ailing him, your hand, foot, whatever. Like I, I feel like we're going to see Tyreek out there. All right, Cleveland in L.A. Cleveland again. They're seven and four. They're, that whole division's upside down, right? You have the Ravens, and then you have Pittsburgh. Cleveland trying to stay alive. Rams played well last week. I mean, well, so here's Stafford's here, healthy. So, and you protect them; they're yeah. dangerous. But they're, you know, it's interesting. Kyron Williams, Kyron Williams, when he gets 15 carries or more, the Rams are four zero. And he was back last week. He destroyed Arizona. He had over. He was an NFC Offensive yeah. Player of the Week. He had over 200 yards of offense. Yeah. He is a dynamic player, and I believe Cleveland's going to be playing without Miles Garrett. And I just don't think this defense looks anything like it's capable of looking without Miles. Now, if you give the Rams a running game, and you give them those three receivers out there, you know whether it's Nakua, whether it's you know Cup or Atwell, I mean, and you give Stafford some time. No Miles Garrett. No, they, they, they could actually be a team to look out for next year. You know, it's not over this year for yeah. the Rams. But you get my point, right? Like, yeah, you you shore that. Like, if you shore up that O line, their weapons are great. They're, they're very good. So I, I think the Rams um, have a good chance of actually winning this game. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I think Cleveland st- stayed out west all week because yeah. they played Denver last week. Now they got they're going to SoFi. I think they stayed out there all week. All right, and then this Sunday night is a great one. It's two iconic teams, right? It's football. Mm-hmm. It's Kansas City and the Packers. I know. And it's Lambeau and the Packers coming off. We just talked about it. Thanksgiving Day against Detroit where they look great. Jordan Love is playing great football now. And you got the young Green Bay receivers. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good game. I think so. I think it's going to be a good game. I I want to see Jordan Love in this offense against a real, a, a real defense in Kansas City, and that, a defense that can do a lot of different things. You know, if they want to, you know, play press man coverage on the outside with Snead and, you know, their corners, like you could do that, McDuffie. Um, if you want to blitz, like they can do that and hold up. Um, if you want to play just a shell defense and just keep every, they can play any style. And then you got to be able to handle Chris Jones. I think it's going to be a problem. But I also do believe that Green Bay's defense has turned a corner and are playing really, really good. And we know that Kansas City has struggled a little bit offensively compared to past years, although they woke up in the second half against the Raiders last week. Um, but it should, it should have all the, all the makings of a really great game. It does. And it's like those iconic NFL football, Kansas City, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. yeah it's going to be fun. I agree. It's going to be fun now. Fun Sunday, and uh, of course we'll uh, have you covered that Niners Eagles game, man. That's going to be something big. So we'll make be back sh- here Monday. We're covering that game start to finish. Yep, yep. We'll be uh, we'll be watching it. Eye in the sky never lies. All right, Baldy. Yep, great, great stuff. One. Great week. Where are you at this weekend? I'm in Washington. I want to see that Miami offense this week. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll have special insight to that as well for Baldy. I'm Cuz. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football this weekend. We all silly like the mayor.